Welcome, everybody, to episode five of the Comfort in the Workplace podcast. On today's podcast, I wanted to cover three topics along the lines of a theme around gratitude. The first, I wanted to reflect on Thanksgiving, the U.S. holiday, Thanksgiving, and and why we should be be grateful and and take the time to be grateful for what we have. The second, I wanted to um, go over feedback and why we should thank someone for feedback, because feedback is a powerful gift. And then lastly, feedback being a powerful gift, I wanted to share with you my experience implementing a tool, a comfort and workplace tool called the Feedback Journal. And so let's start. To, this is the Thanksgiving season in the U.S. And for me, I personally love this holiday. It's a very relaxing holiday. It's all about family. It's about food. There's not quite as much pressure as there is around some of the other holidays. And so for me, um, I stay local. There's not there's not a lot of travel involved. And so it is a, a very relaxing holiday. But I, I like to take advantage of the holiday and use it as a time to reflect and to be grateful for what, for what you have. And I just want to caution, do, do not mistake this gratitude, this reflection for complacency. It is not complacency. I consider myself a high performer, and as a high performer, it's so easy to keep on moving to the next goal. But you need to pause for a moment, and you need to look at what you've achieved. I mean, it is it is always appropriate to give yourself a little bit of a, a pat on the back, to reflect on what you've achieved, to appreciate your success. Um, but at the same time, what led you to be successful in the past can lead you to more success in the future. So it's important to, um, to recognize that through this reflection, there's lessons learned. And lessons learned aren't just for things that didn't go so well. It's also for things that did go well. And so when you reflect back, you're going to look at the lessons from, from the past, what worked for you, what didn't work, and appreciate that success and help that to move forward. With the, the reflection and being grateful for what you have, I, I also reflect on that, the fact that we're living in a great time. Just look at the quality of life. Look at the technology that's available. Look at uh, the things, the information that's available at, at your fingertip. And we're going into the shopping season. And you, you, I think back to you know, doing, doing our, our shopping and having to go from store to store and you're searching for the, for the perfect item and you find something at one store, but you're not sure if it's right. And then you go to the next door, next door, next door. And then you realize, oh man, I got to go back to that first store to go, to go and pick it, uh, pick it up. It's just mind boggling to think about um, that, that approach to shopping when today we could just go online and for the majority of our shopping could be done for the comfort of our, of our own home. Um, you know, t- two day shipping and overnight shipping I mean, the convenience that is available is just incredible. I also reflect back on the days of trying to meet up with people, um, trying to coordinate the location and time, making, making sure that it's a location that's kind of obvious and you could see each other. And, and then inevitably someone um, is either at the wrong spot or is coming a little late. And you're trying to um, run to a payphone to see if anybody's, anybody's seen them or they know where they are, if they, they've, they've called in. And, and now with, with cell phones and, and, and texting and social media, all of that right at your fingertips, it makes, that, it, makes it so much easier. I also remember back you know, driving with my father and you're reading the map and you know, you're, you're, you're trying to get your route together and you're looking at the map and looking at how thick a line is to determine um, whether, whether it was a, 
uh, a local road or if it's something that's closer to a highway um, so that you could pick the most efficient the most efficient route uh, now with with technology like like Waze and, and other GPS apps I mean just getting around is and traveling is so much easier and then you go back just a couple generations ago and you think about the the Great Depression and you think about immigrants coming to the US I mean they were leaving everything behind everything that they knew coming to a strange place just for the chance at an opportunity and now with the internet with social media um, look at the the ability to create a podcast to go onto instagram and and put out put out content i mean the opportunities that are available to us are just mind-boggling when you think about just a couple of generations ago what people had to go through to give themselves a chance of an opportunity. So just think about that. And I want you to be grateful for what you have achieved and definitely be grateful for the opportunities that you have just by being alive in this era. Just amazing. So continuing with the theme of gratitude, one of the things that I am always the most thankful for is meaningful feedback. So as a high performer, as a high achiever, you want to be your best. I want to be my best. But I need feedback to know what my strengths were and what my areas of improvement are. And yes, you could reflect and hopefully you've got strong self-awareness. But even if you've got the most self-awareness in the world, you still need someone from the outside looking at you and giving you meaningful feedback in order for you to be your best. Now, I, I love it. I consider it like a splash of cold water. You put that cold water on your face and the initial reaction is shock. But then once that wears off, it's just, it's just refreshing. Wow, it wakes you up a bit and you just feel, you just feel great. And it's also going through the, the, the shopping season, right? It's, it's also looking at your credit card bill after the holidays. I mean, you dread seeing that balance. And oh man, how much did I really spend? Um, and how, how big of a balance is this going to be? And you peek in the envelope or you, you, you peek online when you click on, on, on the bank's website. Um, but then once you see it, you say, oh, it's not that bad. Or even if it is that bad, you at least know what you're dealing with so you can start attacking it. So let's get to work. This is what I need to do to, to pay it off. This is, this is how, many, how many paychecks it's going to take. And you, just, and you just get at it. And to me, feedback is, this, is the same thing. And I, I know one time in particular that I got feedback that was a bit jarring um, was during a leadership development program. We took the Hogan assessment. And for those of you that don't know, it's essentially a behavioral study. You answer uh, 500 or so questions, multiple choice. And they put together this assessment of, you know, what are, what are those areas that you need to watch out for under stress? What are your derailers? And so I, I happened to be on vacation when I got the results and, and the executive coach wanted to meet with me to, to go over the results. But I, I didn't care. I was all I was all excited to to, to see them. You know, as a as a high achiever, you you're so used to pats on the back of saying, "Oh yeah, you know, you've got it, you've got what it takes to be to be this executive, this leader, and you know, you're on your way up, and you're going to skyrocket to the top." And so I was I was more than excited to go in for a couple hours to chat with the executive coach. Um, so I got there, and um, the executive coach gave me my uh, my assessment. I see um, I'm I'm off the charts on like five or six different categories, and and what she said is that typically, um, you know, new leaders, uh, up and coming leaders are usually, um, you know, maybe they're high in one category, maybe two categories at most. And so she's sitting across from me and she's scratching her head and wondering out loud how I was able to advance as far as I did. 
So here I am. I'm ready to take the next three steps, the next four steps, five steps. And she's wondering out loud how I even got to where I am. And, and man, it was a punch in the gut. I mean, I, I, it, it, really, it really took a lot out of me. That was completely not what I was expecting to, to hear. Um, came out off my vacation to, to, to come in. And I remember when I got home, I was completely floored. Um, but I took the moment, just like that splash of cold water. After that initial reaction wore off a bit, I started to reflect on the conversation. And um, I started to take the positives out of the discussion with the coach. And that really lit a fire under me. Um, so one of the positives was that I did have a high self-awareness. And so through that, um, I was able to regulate my derailers. And I was able to actually turn those into, into strengths. And so now with the information from the Hogan assessment, the information from, um, from um, the coach that, yeah, it, it, you know, people with this many derailers don't usually make it that far. Um, I, I use that and I turn that into um, laser focus. Um, and so with the information, I was able to increase my self-awareness even more. And now with that information, I'm able to regulate my derailers in a much more precise way. So I know when I'm in particular stressful uh, situations, which of my derailers might be, might be activated. And even if they, I start slipping, I'm able to recognize it quicker than maybe I was before when I was regulating just, just off of a natural self-awareness. And so that feedback that I got through the Hogan assessment, through the executive coach, was an absolute gift, a powerful gift. And because of that, I was able to advance further than I was. Um, and, and there, the executive coach was scratching her head, wondering why I even got to where I was. And now I was able to use that information and, and take it even, even steps further. So if feedback is such a powerful gift, how can you give meaningful feedback? How can we give mean, meaningful feedback? Well, I wanted to share with you a comfort in the workplace tool called the Feedback Journal. And as with all the tools that I talk about on the podcast, there is a YouTube video, instructional video associated with it. So you go on my YouTube channel, check out the, um, the Feedback Journal YouTube video, and that'll, that'll go through this in, in, in more detail. But this doesn't have to be a physical journal that's dedicated to giving feedback. The, the main point of it is to jot down when you want to give someone feedback. So, you know, maybe you're at a meeting or you're on a conference call or you saw something over email or you heard something from someone else and you thought to yourself, oh, it would be nice to share that feedback with, with so-and-so. So you're running around meeting to meeting yourself. Um, just jot it down. Um, jot it down in your, in your notebook. Um, take, a, take a quick note of it. Um, and, but the, the main point of it is to, you know, make sure that you remember why you wanted to give them feedback, how, how did they or didn't they meet expectations, and then give yourself a date to actually follow up because you don't want to, you don't want to follow up two months from, from uh, the, the time that it happened. I mean, then the meaning, the, the feedback becomes much, much less meaningful. Um, so the feedback journal helps you stay accountable and helps you remember exactly what you want to give feedback on. And, and remember, the feedback doesn't have to only be negative. I mean, there's feedback that's criticism. There's feedback that's recognition. I know personally, I, I forget about um, recognition, especially. Um, you, you're always you're always on to the next goal, and you're working with the team. And before they even hit the finish line, you're you're trying to get out ahead of them and 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 lay the runway for the next set of goals. And so it's real easy to forget that when they cross that finish line, that they deserve a little bit of, of, of recognition. And it could be just something as quick as an email. It, it could be, um, 
you know, stopping them at their desk or in the hallway. Um, but but getting given that recognition is 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 absolutely critical. And I remember the first time I introduced this tool, and it was it was it was interesting. Talk about um, getting a reaction that you weren't expecting. Um, I introduced the tool, pretty straightforward. Talked about the feedback journal just as I just as I did. Um, it, it was a it was a culture that was was very very polite, and so people were um, were avoiding giving feedback, both on both on the criticism side and on and on the recognition side, and so. What I wanted to do by introducing this was to encourage and to create a feedback culture so that we can all raise each other up to reach potential. So it came from a very positive place. And so I introduced the tool in that positive that positive nature. But man, the reaction was the team was so anxious. I mean, they 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 were complaining to um, to my management team um, saying, you know, you know, they, they, I'm going to ruin my relationships by putting this in place. If I start, if I start giving people um, criticism, they're not going to want to work with me anymore. And I built, I built these relationships up, up over a number of years, and and so my reaction to that wasn't to pull back the journal. No, I thought the journal was still important. I think it was important to establish a feedback culture because I think that's the only way that we're able to um, reach our true potential is by getting is getting feedback and and. It, it, it's nothing better than peer-to-peer -peer feedback. I mean, that, that that comes that comes from a special place, and so um, that that was something I felt very very strongly about. But instead, what I did do is I published a list of guidelines, and and I got most of them from a book called Crucial Conversations, which which by the way is an, is an excellent excellent book. And I'm not going to go through the book in in, in detail on the podcast, um, but there are a couple of takeaways that that I did want to share. And one of the, one of the main um, concepts was that you go into the conversation with we instead of you, so you're not just dumping the feedback or shooting the feedback at somebody and saying, "Hey, good luck." Um, no, you're approaching it with a we. Um, so you're, you're going into it and what can we do about this, or you know, here's here, here's what I think we can do, and so use the we instead of you, so you're not dumping dumping it on them. And then a the second one is going from providing the feedback which you want to do very directly, especially if it's criticism. You want to be direct to the point, crystal clear, you know, don't talk in circles, and then pivot to problem solving. So again, using the we, you're problem solving. Instead of just dumping the feedback on, you're, you're working with them to say, okay, well, what, what do you think we could have done differently? Um, what, what could you have done differently? What could I have done differently? And how can we make it better go, going forward? And, and, and I think that um, using some of those guidelines, getting their perspective, getting more information on, on the table um, is really, really helps make it a meaningful feedback that is a positive outcome for, for everybody. And, and ultimately, that's what you want to you wanna get to. So I hope this helps. Um, so if you would like to comment or chat about this podcast, I ask you to please hop on my Instagram account. There's always a post-specific teach podcast. So go on put the comments in there. Um, I'm, I, I promise to stay, to stay active and, and reply on those. And I ask you all to please join me in creating comfort in the workplace by respecting team members and demanding excellence.